football is officially back and we've got you covered right here on the Ringer NFL feed. I'm Shiel Kapadia and every Tuesday and Friday, Ben Solak and I will be bringing you Extra Point Taken. Nor Princiati here to tell you that Steven Ruiz and I will be coming to you every Monday and Thursday. Our Monday show will recap everything from Sunday's games. Thursday show will encompass any news during the week with an eye towards the next slate of games. Subscribe to the Ringer NFL show on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to follow the Ringer NFL on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter at Ringer NFL. This episode is brought to you by eBay Motors. With over 122 million parts, from superchargers and brakes to exhaust kits and beyond, eBay Motors levels your baby up to its peak performance. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Shout out to that guy. The majesty. Oh my goodness. It's professional wrestling. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. There's something going on this Friday on the world's number one sports and recreation podcast. It's Friday, September 15th. Beautiful day in New York City. I mean, a beautiful day in New York City. And soon we'll also be joined uh, by someone from Los Angeles. who will be coming on the program as well. Can you believe it? Thank you. Thank you, guys. You're awesome. Thank you so much, Mr. Fuck, for saying what needed to be said. I don't want to see it better than it is. Well, thank and as for SGG? Because I'm not involved. I just want an excuse to play that drop. Um, SGG had a killer show on Tuesday. Dip's going to jump on for a few minutes today. And so, yeah, we're double dipping this week, as Troy the Goy just said. You don't get that all the time. A double dip? No. It's unusual. So there's a lot of news to break down. We'll see what news Dipperstein can pour water on. It's going to be a lot of, you know, you know how much he enjoys just pouring cold water whenever he gets a chance. So, uh, although I have to imagine, I think the biggest news that we're going to cover today, which I'm sure all of you have heard about, although not all of you, because all of you and many of you, I should say, are with a life, 
You know, you got things going on. The Jewish holidays starts this weekend. You got Rosh Hashanah. You got your uh, your tax quarterlies to do. You got a football season. You got fantasy to be in. So not all of you are seeing the news. So that's what we're here for. So let me tell you, in case you don't know, the big news is that not only has Jade Cargill wrestled her last match in AEW, but I've heard she could be in WWE as soon as next week. You kidding me? What they're saying. So she she showed back up on uh, what was that on Collision last week. She she showed back up and she beat up everybody. She she first saved Chris Statlander, then beat up Chris Statlander, and got a big welcome back chant. And then that's it, supposedly. So it this it would be interesting. Should she end up in WWE as is being reported? It is interesting to me that she is the most sort of, uh, she's the second most predictable one. And, and it means like back to back, the predictable ones are happening. We Everyone thought Cody would come. He did. Everyone thought Jade would come and perhaps she is. So we'll, we'll ask Dip his thoughts about that. I, I watched like uh, half a dynamite. Some fun things going on. There's some fun stories going on right now. Daniel Bryan is back. Brian Danielson, I should say. Um, he's got tossed right into some interesting stuff. Him and Mox. Mox loves to bleed that guy. That is a bloody man. Saw a lot of people today talking about the PWI 500. That's like a big. I don't know when that thing was. That thing a story yesterday when Mass Man did a show or no. Don't worry, Troy. I'll handle it myself. Yeah, I don't listen to that. <laughs> oh, wow. You're not on that show. That's Brian Watt. <laughs> no, I I couldn't be bothered. I've got, you know, actual sports to. to oh, yeah. no, no. Don't do it. Don't. That's something you will not do on this show. You're not getting the co-sign on this. Wait, is this the only wrestling show you do at this point? Oh, yeah. Oh, got it. So Brian Waters does both of their shows. Is that right? Uh, Brian and Kerm split the masked man duties. You got it. And is Masked Man currently running a full Monday-Thursday situation? Yes. So you don't know what they're doing. You have no idea. I easily could find out that information, but... Uh, but you don't know. But what I'm saying is you don't know. Do they do, the, do they do the same show? Is it both of them every Monday and Thursday? Is that how they're doing it? Yes, it is. Got it. Okay. But some shows, like, they kind of go more theoretical, not so topical what's happening. They kind of, you know, do that. Kind right, of right, thing. right. They'll tackle, like, a theoretical thing. Like, what yeah. blah, 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 blah. So yeah, so there's so here's the chatter of the week. I came out yesterday, so they they may have gotten on it. I don't know if they did, but the PWI 500 is out. Oh, I'm sorry. And uh, even though everyone loves to hate this every year, everyone also loves to talk about it. And the big angle that they went with in the PWI 500. And I, I actually, I got to tell you, from the purposes of marketing your list, this is pretty cool. And keep in mind, the evaluation is supposed to be from July 1st, 2022 to July 1st, 2023. They put Seth Rollins at number one. So number one, I think that's interesting. I actually have, I have no real problem with that. Um, then, but the cool part is they have Roman Reigns at two. And they have John Moxley at three. So they put the shield as the top, which I do think is interesting. 
as just as an angle, guys. I'm not saying you have to agree with it, but you can't deny that in 2023, like, what is it? Ten years after they de- their debut, whenever it was, the idea that they would all be the top three that is fun. They debuted in 2012. Okay. So it is a neat, that's a fun thing. 11 years later, those are the top three guys. Kind of cool. Now, you'll be shocked to know. I saw SGG on Twitter disagreeing with Roman Reigns not being number one. You're hurting me. I don't have a problem with it this year. It's not that, first of all, we all would agree Roman has not been the exact same Roman. We don't feel the same about Roman segments. And have not felt the same way about Roman segments on TV now for what? Realistically, since Mania? Is that fair? I would say maybe even leading into Mania because some of us were not like in love with the Roman Cody build. So like you could argue that the Roman story really started to lose, you know, the beginning of losing some steam to some degree was Elimination Chamber last February versus Sami Zayn. Also, let's say you don't feel that way. Let's say you love the year Roman Reigns has had. He still performs just so much less than Seth Rollins. You know, Seth went out, won a big big new championship this year. But more importantly than that, he defended it over and over again. I mean, I see people arguing online about who should be in there based on the championships they won or lost. I mean, that it's a factor. But uh here they here they have the actual stuff. Here here's what here's that they have it listed. This is how they do it. Win loss record, championships won, quality of competition, major feuds, prominence within the wrestler's promotion, overall wrestling ability. It's interesting. They actually don't have listed in there. They've win-loss record and championships won. They actually don't include consistency on television. Because I would then say you include consistency on television. That That's really the thing for Seth Rollins. Anyways, I don't want to spend all day on this. I don't care that much. I, I never have. It just popped up the, right before I did the show, seeing people yelling about it. So top three are Seth, Roman, Moxley. They have Gunther as four. El Hijo del Vikingo as five. I'll I'll play along and pretend I know who that is. Um, they have MJF at six. So let, let's be honest. We're already playing reindeer games, aren't we? MJF should not be as low as six. MJF should not be as low as, should not be lower than Moxley. And El Hijo is big and Triple A, Triple A mega champion, and was on Dynamite. Made his debut for AEW on March 23rd, where he was defeated by Kenny Omega in the main event. Um, I'm sure he's awesome. I'm not going to sit here and pretend that I've followed his whole career. And if you judge me, you don't like me. That's fine. He's 26 years old. I'll get to him. Uh, but MJF, who's also, what, 26? Number six, wild to me. I, I would have MJF above Gunther. Sorry, I would. I'd have him above Mox. 
I think the top three, I really do. I think the top three is whatever order you could argue for Roman. If you want, I think this year's not, I think Roman should have been at the last few. I would put, I'm fine with Seth Roman and Max as the top three uh, and Cody being four, or you could have Cody as three. I don't know. Maybe Cody should be two. They have Cody at 10. You're hurting me. Oh, I'm sorry. That's wild. Cody at 10. Cody's behind Orange Cassidy. Oh, I'm sorry. I see. Uh-huh. Wow. Cody's behind Josh Alexander. Okay. <laughs> He's behind Okada. This is so stupid, guys. I'm sorry. The more I look at it now, now I see you guys are good. No, no. What they do, their level of trolling, this is good. This is good. Cody is two slots ahead of Claudio, three ahead of Carmelo, and four ahead of Samoa Joe. He's not a winner. I don't agree. How is Cody not top five this year? Oh, it's spiceless. Yeah. That's wild. I don't even understand. Here comes, let's ask, let's ask, uh, Dipper Fiend. He probably hasn't even looked at this ridiculousness yet. Dipper, are you able to hear me? And am I able to hear you? Yes. Can you hear oh, me? Amazing. We're, we're right. We're off to the races, buddy. Thanks. I, I'm sorry. I, I, I've been toggling with, uh, our, our audio equipment for about five minutes. Uh, oh, you've been, you've been toggling and toggling. Oh yeah. Oh Have yeah. You, big, t- big toggle vibes. And are you, you uh, recording and recording? Just let me. Oh know. yeah, oh okay, yeah, great. Oh, and you have him record. Oh, well, look at that. I'm not even recording. You're ahead of me today, Deb. Um, okay. Have you heard what I've been saying the last few minutes? I, I know you were talking about the PWI top hundred. Five hundred. Five hundred. Five hundred. Um, yeah, because and it's not enough to do a hundred. They have to realistically give you five. Well, let me let me just pull it up. Um, Here, I'll send you the link. I'll send you the link where I have it. I'm having issues with my internet, so not with you. This. Want, you want on your phone or on your computer? Phone. Here, text, look it. Up your phone. text it. It's it's done. You have it right there. You have the okay. fuck the list. By the way, it only I, I I said this before. I want to say it again. The dip. I'm only doing this Fakakta nonsense because it literally just happened, and my Twitter is about it right now. So I was like, all right, let me see what the the BS is, and I'll tell you what it is. There's a lot of nonsense on here. <laughs> I get it. All lists are trolls. They're all these days. They're just a thing for people to talk about. Now, this one, I admit, the PWI 500 has real history. It's been there for a long time. They've built it up. They've made it a thing, and I respect that. It doesn't make it any less ridiculous. Are you? Um, yeah. So I just said, I just said, I want. I'd love uh, you. I mean, already I, it's preposterous. I'm looking at number one. I, 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 I don't have, I don't have a big issue with Seth being one. I have a bigger issue with Max being six and Cody being ten. Those are the one things that are like, okay, all right. Orange Cassidy more significant than Cody Rhodes. He's okay. You're hurting me. Josh Alexander. I don't know who that is. Can you film me? I I don't know who it is either. Elijo Del Vikingo. Uh, Yeah. Do you remember him? Elijo Del Vikingo. I am going to need to look him up. He he, he's a big triple A guy. And he had one match, at least on AEW, where he lost to Kenny Omega. What do we know? I mean, we, we criticize this list almost every year since the beginning of time. Okay. I used to buy the hard copy of it. Look at you. Every, I never did. Every never year. Done. I used to, it used to be in my uh, downstairs bathroom. 
Uh, I remember in my old house in 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 the early in the mid nineties. <clears throat> next, to, it next was to great some, toilet material that what, that you could read while looking at some what is that art. What? You could look at it in the bathroom with some, what is that art? My, 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 um, my parents didn't have really any like, what the hell is that art? But there was like a few things in the bathroom. Um, my question is, my question is, what is the actual um, rubric for how a person gets on here and what their spot is? Do we know? It says it, it, says it right there. They have it, right? They listed it where I, I sent it to you. you yeah. It's right there. Um, I'll say it to you again. The PWI 500 includes some women this year. Though the criteria is unknown at this time since major names are omitted and the magazine started doing a PWI 150 list for women last year. Another reminder that this is list is evaluated solely on kayfabe and weighs the following criteria. Mm-hmm. Win-loss record, championships won, quality of competition, major feuds, prominence within a wrestler's promotion, overall wrestling ability. So everything. <laughs> uh, well, except I said it, I, it, it did What's leave missing out. from that list? One thing's missing out. And and the reason that I would have Seth this year above Roman is missing, which is just like consistency. Like Roman barely is on TV. Like they didn't include the amount that you perform at all. So you could come up once a year, have a great match as long as it was high level and it was in a certain feud and blah, but then you could be number one again. I don't know if I agree with that. I feel Seth is above Roman this year. I know it's kind of crazy, but I do. Okay. SGG, I, mean, I don't like it, but I, 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 I would have Seth first. I mean, I, I don't know if I have number one overall, but I'd have him above Roman. I would say Roman for me, Roman number one, MJF number two, Seth number three. Okay. Cody four? Cody four. I, I, I'd be fine with Cody three and Seth four, by the way. It, it, whatever. That that to me is. I'm yeah. Fine. Cody three, Seth four, or, or the other way around. And then um, right where's Sami Zayn? Was that last year? No. No. And the mageness? It's July to July. So the mageness was February in the middle. Okay. So there's no Sami Zayn. Sami's okay. 22. Oh, and him and KO happen to be next to each other. KO's higher than Sami. Bobby KO's Lashley is higher than KO and Sami? KO's higher than Sami. This is, okay. This is I, crazy. I, I know. There's something the way, going on. Jericho is two behind Sami Zayn. Adam Page. Adam Page, who this year, I think, actually, you know what I would describe Adam Page's year? And by the way, I really like Adam Page. Adam Page's year is that gif, that that meme of Homer Simpson backing into the bushes and disappearing. That was Adam Page's year. And he is six spots behind Sami Zayn. It's, it's Claudio, okay, is above Will Ospreay, Sami Zayn, Kenny Omega, it's, Jericho. It's, yeah. How about this? He's 30 slots above Ricky Starks. Like what? I know. Solo Sokoa, 38. Yeah, somebody who's basically on TV every week. Yeah, and was a part of some mage things and really had a, you know, yeah. really big year. Shun Skywalker, Alex Kane, and Kano are all above Braun Breaker. All right, we've given, you know what? We we've already messed up now and given it too much time. Now I'm upset. Now I'm upset with what we've done. Come on, man. I know. I do want to find like the most disrespectful name where I just go, oh, now you're just trying to be rude. I oh. mean, you need to be on this list. Uh, but wait, how about this? How about this dip? I found a good one. I found a good one. Swerve. 
Swerve, who I think is on the verge of being among the most mage in the company. Agreed. 112. I mean, come on. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, that's insane. I'm trying I'm like looking in the 300s to see if there's anyone that like I'm like Luchasaurus. 298. I mean a compact disc, dude. Okay? Dude. This is so crazy. Anyways, so Dip, I just uh, I just said it. Uh, everyone's talking about it. it's what everyone's saying. Is that Jade Cargill will be on WWE television imminently? Great. What are the T's? I think she's a perfect number thirty. I mean, she's the de- she's the definition. Now, I was texting with Shoemaker. On the side. And he believes that she'll end up showing up right on, you know, right away on main roster. I, I I think this is the perfect example of someone who should be showing up to dominate NXT. This to me has I I, I understand what she's is she big enough and a big enough deal? And will she get a pop and all of those things? Yes. A dip. I still think she needs a few months in NXT. I, I, I would, I would right away put her with Tiffany Stratton. Like I would, I, like, I don't know. I don't think she's ready for it. I don't agree with you. Okay. And I'm well, not just using showing them. I'm not just being emotional about it. But I think it would that you would have been correct in the NXT of yesteryear. But ahead. I don't think that the women's division in NXT. I mean, they have plenty of stars. Not that there isn't room for another one, but they have a next sort of rung of big stars, I think, that could come up and, and, and do something interesting on the main roster. But would you say, but I also conversely would say, I'm not sure there is some sort of monster heel or baby face right now in the women's division in WWE that would make sense to immediately put Jade Cargill against right now. You know, you, like, I'm not sure Charlotte is like back up there ag- again. Yet, a Becky Lynch, I suppose, could be. Who's the women's champion right now? Uh, 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 Where? EO Sky. Yeah. EO Sky doesn't make sense for. She doesn't feel like dominant enough where she would need to be destroyed by someone like a Jade Cargill to lose the title. Dip, I don't think she can have a match that's good enough to have with any of these people. I don't right. know if she can. I, I, okay, okay. I mean, have, well, you that's seen a- that? have you seen that yet? Like, I don't know that I've seen every match I've seen. I see potential and I go, oh, man, a few months in NXT and, and she'd be real. She has the tools there. They're not good at at eight. What one thing AEW definitely suffers from is the inability to polish people up and give them those things that they need if they don't already have it. The people who shine there have it already. They didn't make Max good. Max is good. Kenny Omega's forever good. Jericho's Jericho. You know, like, I, I don't know how many people have gotten great on their watch. I don't know. Maybe, oh, no. maybe so, That's a maybe, great point. It's totally true. I mean, maybe someone like Jack Perry has improved since he got there. Sammy Guevara. Sammy, you know, I think has gotten pretty good. But uh, most of the greats there, the, Eddie Kingston showing up and doing Eddie Kingston that he's been doing for 20 years. Mox is being Mox. Like, 
So I don't know with Jade. I keep watching her and being like, all right, every, listen, you cannot take her eyes off of her. She's a star. I'm thrilled if this is true and she'll be in WWE. So please don't take this as a diss. But I just think she needs a few months to be fine. Maybe she won't be on TV in NXT. Maybe she'll just go to the PC. I, you know what? Let me, let me. I totally disagree with you. Okay. They need another big star in the women's division. But she has had, to be able to have matches. What? Can, she has to be able to have matches. Uh, uh, does could, she, though? I don't I know. Mean, can't, she, mean, can't she wrestle a different type of style? She doesn't need to be doing amazing Becky Lynch things and, and Bianca things. She doesn't well, need have, to do that stuff. You have to have let matches. Her, let her. Let, sorry, what's that? You have to have matches with those people. They can be different style matches. She can be, you know, a, a, the you know the the. She can be the 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 you know the dominant person. I'm trying to use a good word for it, but like, she can be the. Well, the, but there are a bunch of people like that. There's there's Raquel, there's Rhea, who's credible in matches like that. Nia just came back. Charlotte can have matches with someone like that. There are a okay. lot. Of- who can do matches like that, but they're not all just jobbing out to her. That's what she's done so far. She comes in, she choke slams people and wins. And when she gets into longer matches, that's when it looks like I hey, don't know yet. Uh, well, okay. All right, look, look. They can put her on TV and not have her wrestling yet. And at the same time, she's at the PC and you don't really see her do anything. And then she's at the PC hey, five days a I week, was, her ass off. I was just going to say that. Yeah. We, let, let, she doesn't need to debut tomorrow. Let her debut at the Royal Rumble. She signs her deal. I mean, I don't like. I don't even know the ins and outs of this. Usually, I'm surprised I don't know more, frankly. But um, let's say she signed last week. Okay, she should already be in Orlando doing the thing, and maybe in you know for in three months from now, she'll learn how to how to wrestle in a WWE ring, and then by January, you know well, how much she have to do in the Royal Rumble. Oh no, she, a- no, no. If they do that dip, we're good. If she if she just shows up at the PC and starts working out, and she debuts in a while, we're good. If if the rumor is true and she shows up soon and like they put her on TV right away, then I think they're gonna have to figure out exactly how they uh, do it. I'm excited for it. I wish it didn't already basically leak. I know, I know. Like if you if she showed up as number thirty in the rumble and no one knew what was happening, oh that, my god, we would that's impossible. Uh, it's impossible. Freak. But she would have been off TV already for six months. We would know if she was not back in, in AW at all. Maybe you'd forget, but on the Rumble Day, everyone would go, oh, is Jade showing up? I guess. It still would be better than this, though. It's still better than everyone knows. It's just out. I hate that. It's ruined wrestling. It's ruined the element of surprise. I know who. I wonder, when did this first come out? Was it like a few days ago? When did it first yeah. come You're hurting me. That's how I feel. Oh, I'm sorry. So, listen, we, we don't want to focus on the bad, though. The good news is Jade Cargill will be in WWE, and I think it's awesome. This, She's is, a, not a, this is not a, a hoax that's happening, for sure? I, I think so. I, I, I don't think it's a hoax. Yeah, good I'm, for her. She's I'm awesome. Excited. She's awesome. I'm excited about it. She was one. She was definitely one of the ones that I'm like, oh, man, she should be She's so WWE. Come God on. damn it, look at her. She looks like a champion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm excited for that. Oh, you know what? This is big. Hold on. Hello. 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 Oh, it's me. Hey. Hey, Dip. Hey, hey. hey how are you? Dip. 
Good old Dipperstein, the internet's favorite. Oh, yeah, yeah. We want to hear your take on the PWI 500. Not. You're the last person I want to hear. Who would I you feel have? bullied. Roman? I feel very bullied. Followed by Roman. The only worst rating I could ever hear would be from that guy, SGG, who would put Roman at one through 500. Well, here's my only problem. I'd like to say my only problem. Mark Schmickschenschman with the PWI 500. Okay. Why is El Hijo del Taquingo so low at five? He should be one, bro. That's one. Five for El Hijo. El Hijo. As I call it. You're, you're talking so high that you can't hear you. <laughs> That's how high he should be. Uh, what's your name, Dipperstein? Hijo del Vikingo should be numero uno, mi amigo. Okada, seven. Wrong. Two. Cassidy, eight. Wrong. Three. Claudio, too good for the list. They should have a separate list that's just Claudio, one through ten. Then we're talking. Will Ospreay's too good for this list. Will Ospreay shouldn't be on this list. Seventeen. I'm going to hurt someone today. I'm going to show up at an indie event, okay? And I'm going to find someone in a WWE shirt. And I'm going to pour a drink on their fucking head. And I'm going to scream, Willow Spray is number one, you piece of shit. All right, no swearing on this show, Schmixenspan. I agreed to let you on if there was no swearing. Oh, sorry, Troy. I don't want to offend you. Thank you. You know, because you supposedly have a new ailment. Hmm? We all know you're working, everyone. It's so obvious. You people are so dumb. <laughs> I know real diabetic people, Troy. You're gaming. Uh, Classic. Mm. Seen it a thousand times. Mm. And by the way, Matt Cardona should be number three on this list. Period. End of story. Good night. Good luck. How about that? I hate you both. And Rosenberg, don't even get me started. Ugh. Ha. <laughs> Spit. Iran, number one. Russia, number one. Goodbye. Troy, I'm sorry. That shouldn't have happened. I don't know how this keeps happening, really. Like, I think I'm a good producer, and then things like this happen. It's... Well, no, I, I most certainly you're not a good producer. But right, that right. Has nothing right. to do with him coming and disrespecting you that way. It's quite rude. My ego, fragile ego, has been uh, has been hurt well, yet again. And and you're sharing all your life and your personal journey on social media. He's calling it all into question. Wow. You'd be like, have you seen that news story this week about the lady who was like a a mom? influencer and she turned out to be a big abuser like she's a huge fraud whoa what are you saying well not that you're an abuser but no one he's accusing you of being a fraud an instagram fraud mm. you could cheek this guy could ruin your entire uh, reputation <laughs> he doesn't know my story <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't know your story all right let's get into a little mailbag shall we this episode is brought to you by ebay motors Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED highlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. 
With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Pondering the Bagel with Tom. Oh, the paradox of the bagel. Tis crunchy yet soft. Tis filling yet has a hole. Tis a vehicle for spreads, but only travels from toaster to plate. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. Mail. To the greatest to do it since primetime wrestling. Down since real late. Video is of my two-year-old who will listen to the theme song after I drop his sister off at school on the way to drop him my mother-in-law's. Hashtag with a life. Below is my pitch to Dipperstein. What are your teas? So he sent a video. <laughs> uh, he, he DM'd you, Dip, and said that he thinks MJF should change his music to the original HBO music from 1983. I don't get it. Well, he said, oh, if the rumored Max deal happens. The rumored if, Max deal? Oh, yeah. yeah, if, yeah. if a, oh, because AW would be on Max. And he is Max, I guess. Is that what he's saying? This is the song he means. All right, let's hear what song he means. I haven't heard much about that rumor recently, but I wouldn't expect very much to be happening with it right now. Uh, all right, here it is. Here's the song the guy's referring to. Does he just mean this? I don't know what's going on here, man. <laughs> Anyways, uh, sorry, buddy. That didn't work out. But uh, I will watch the video of your kid wiling out to our theme song later. I look forward to it. Uh, Money in the bank cash in swerve, says Brad. Mail. Long time peckerhead, first time mailbagger. Listening to today's, Tuesday's podcast about Seth dropping the title. Go back and watch the segment where JD gifts uh, the senior money in the bank briefcase to priest. He happily takes it and gives the green one to Dom. There's a later WWE digital exclusive where priest and Balor make a big deal about removing the physical contract from the green case to the senior case, and then just dismiss the green one saying it will make a great weapon or something. Fast forward to fast lane. Seth defeats Nakamura in a very grueling match. Post-match, Judgment Day comes out and beats Seth down even more. Priest decides to cash in. Then out of nowhere, JD comes in and blasts Priest as he's pinning Seth with the green briefcase, hands it to Sin, hands it to Finn to successfully cash in on Seth. The swerve being it was a fake contract in the senior briefcase. And JD 
kept the real one for Finn. I, I don't hate it at all, actually. I, I mean, this is the booking of the cinch. You're into this. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> this is why... This is what this is the type of storyline that makes us love wrestling and think that wrestling is great. By the way, the wrestling is great sign guy. He this I, guy's out of control. He's at every show. He's I know. I, I love this guy. I know. The only thing we need now, though, is more signs. We need we need like in addition to wrestling is great, we need one that has cheap heat on it. Like if you're gonna go to every show and sit front and center with hard cam staring right at you. I almost need us to up the promotion another level. Of Russell, course, of course. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking for the variety in this guy. So. Yeah, yeah. So we need it, some, delicious chicken and wrestling is great are both super mage, but they're super inside. I just need like a GP, <laughs> you know, a Rosenberg sign, a Dipperstein sign, an SGG sign, you know, some big hits. Um, no, we, we appreciate it. That's really cool, dude. Um, then then uh, Brad goes on and says, post-match, it seems... Seth gets some time off due to the beatdown and is easily removed from the title picture. JD replaces Priest in the Judgment Day. Finn versus Priest feud is set up on a tee and it's hot from day one. I, it's good stuff, man. You're, I don't know what your calling is, Brad, but I, I, you should be writing. That's good stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. Bill writes us. Mail. Dips downfall. The Hollywood heel returns mm. to the cheapest of all heats. Wow. Dip's babyface run lasted about as long as the Warlord's 1989 Royal Rumble appearance with his recent admission that he'll never be a big fan of LA Knight. I'll never be a fan of LA Knight. It was Un Royal Rumble 90, by the way. Unironically calling the young buck stars and finally revealing his outrageous bowling technique. <laughs> Dip delivered a stiff low blow to the Peckerheads and left us laying in the middle of the ring wondering why. Sadly, Dip and his takes are now the living embodiment of... I got it. I see. Uh-huh. That's tough that he thinks that. Thus, ending up the ballad of Babyface Dip. What are your teas? Cheers. Phil from Edinburgh, Scotland. <laughs> It's a beautiful Scotland. Lesson. Wow. I love that, man. I've never, I mean, Scotland. I, I, I can't even fathom going to Scotland. What the, what the hell's going on in Scotland? What do you mean you can't fathom going on to Scotland? It's I would love, Scotland. I would love to just randomly go to Scotland. You want to go to Scotland? I don't, by the way, you can't say things like that in my house. Because, I'll go to Scotland. Well, well, Troy, you're not invited, but okay. if you say it in my house, the other one, she'll just say yes. Where can, can the two of us just go to? What do you think? What does that entail? I couldn't even fathom. I wouldn't even know whether to make a left well, or right well, out of my driveway to well, get the, to Scotland. Well, the hard part is you're in LA, which makes everything for Europe more annoying. No, but, I'd, to, I'd, I'd come stay with you for a couple of days. And then yeah, you, stay, you come to New York for a couple of days of like a work week. And on a Thursday night, we take a flight to Scotland and we stay there Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's not a big deal. And then you're back on Monday. What do we do? We eat. We eat like a, we have a couple of Guinnesses. Fine, Troy. You can come to Scotland. All right. I feel bad. I don't want to treat you like that. Oh, what are they, what's like the I've lived in Sc Scotland. I can tell you what to do. He, li he lived there. Do you hear that? Dick? Oh, that, oh, yeah. Oh. So what's the food there? What's that? Haggis. Like? Sheep stomach. Are you down for some sheep stomach? If does it go well on a bagel on an egg? Everything? I don't think they do bagels in Scotland. I guarantee At least not well. Not, not, the, not the bagels that you're used to. There's not a big Jewish population in Scotland. 
Bagels don't necessarily equal Jewish population. Okay, Troy? I don't know Quality where you ones. got that from in, in your head somewhere. But that's not that's not proper. I don't know any non-Jews who speak about bagels to the depths that which you do. I don't know what you're trying to say right now, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let it go. Miss Hatton <laughs> walked in the room. Did something anti-Semitic just happen? Uh, no, Miss Hatton has just walked in the room. Um, Dip wants to go to Scotland. What are your teas? Oh, here she is. Can I join? <laughs> that was the whole point. It was that we wanted you to come. Wanna, let's do it. Let's me, do you, it. and Troy are going to Scotland. Oh yeah. That's three. What about me? Nah, nah. You, gotta you, stay you're, home you have to. You're not going to get any signal to be on the radio in Scotland. What I smell like you smell very good. You don't smell like a heel. You smell like a baby face. What do I smell like? <laughs> you smell like delicious Miss Hatton. Yum yum, Miss Hatton. <laughs> All right, can you take the yum yum dogs outside? Um, very good day, wife. Um, so, Let's so Scott, let me see this what, guy. What was the, the guy? Yeah, yeah, we're gonna go visit this guy. What was his question? <laughs> no, no, he just gave us a great scenario for he just he just wrote the ballad of the dip. That was a great question. Oh, I mean, look, I, when you, I'm you, calling these AEW people stars, let me let me let me kind of rephrase. He's using the, I, English, the problem is he's using the English language wrong. That's all. He just doesn't know how to speak English. It's no, not, I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying they're big stars now, or like you know, I, I see them and go, wow, these are stars. I see them and say, these are people that have the potential to be big stars in wrestling. I'm not saying they're instant stars and I'm looking at a bunch of stars. I'm saying these people, if given the right story and right persona and right everything, because wrestling is, is, is written by writers. And it's great. And it is great. Can be stars. Jade Cargill, in my opinion, is a perfect example of that. She has been, I don't want to say she's been underutilized in AW because she's been utilized, but there's but a very the good one example everyone would agree is, is a star. She's kind of the one example. You know what I mean? Male. TJ writes us and says, R-Truth and LA Knight. Hey, Peter, SUG and Dip. If R-Truth returns, he can be paired with LA Knight. Have Truth be really confused all the time. Is that Max Dupree? He can hear his voice and think it's The Rock or Stone Cold. Just go all the way with it and have Truth really think L.A. Knight is Stone Cold. Would be a great bit. Even though Dip did not vote for my heel turn story, I have to agree with him on L.A. Knight. He's just not for me. Stay mage. You're for forever Varvados suit contest champ, TJ. And, con and congratulations, TJ. He got the suit this week. It looks awesome. Uh, That's great. Yeah, TJ is very excited. His Twitter bio says in the Twitter bio, the cheap heat, uh, Natalie heel turn Varvado suit winner. <laughs> it's in it's in his bio. It's very mage. Love it. For the record, TJ, obviously, I don't think you should do that now because I think that, you know, L LA Knight is Ove like Rove and you shouldn't turn him into a comedy act right now. But that would be very funny. Our yeah, at some point, it's not it's not time yet. It's not time, but that would be a thing that I could enjoy very much. Oh, no. Steve, this is intense. Male. His headline is Color Me Bored. And he's Brit and he's obviously British because color is spelled wrong. Oh, you got, he's got the U? Oh, yeah. Oh, the big U in the color. He says, I know it's hearsay, and I'm sure L.A. Dip will never forgive me. That's mage. You being L.A. Dip is mage. We like L.A. Dip. Oh, I'm. I am. Uh, I think it's good. That, that's why you hate LA Knight because you're LA Dip. Okay. Um, 
He said, I'm sure LA Dip will never forgive me, but I'm kind of over Moxley bleeding. It's <laughs> almost constant. That's so funny. I, I said, I mentioned this earlier. When, I, Renee, when Renee Paquette sends him down to the corner store to buy cereal, I bet he comes home wearing a maniacal grin and a crimson mask <laughs> and probably having forgotten the cereal. I'm not against color. Far from it. It's a great signifier of a brutal match. But for it to be effective, its use has to be limited. If you do it every time you get to the ring, it starts to lose that meaning. You know what, Steve? You win. You're the winner of the day. I couldn't agree more. I don't I don't know or care how Dip feels. Can you imagine just, just walking around, just cutting your head all day when you're not in wrestling? <laughs> just ah, You turn around to your wife. Ah, I'm on my head again. Ah. No, you're like, you're just, you know, you're in uh, Walgreens and. Yeah, but you have to have something happen. Someone drops the cereal, slips off the thing, it hits you lightning, and you come up face yeah. covered in blood again. But but I, I'm I'm at that point. Like you can't bleed every match, Mox. Every episode of TV, there's there's blood gushing. Yeah, I thought the same thing. By the way, even dip, even L.A. dip. Matt has a a, a message here. Mail. He said, I'm writing because I'm a little bit confused about the explosion sound effect that has been taking over the pod in recent weeks. Is this supposed to be a compliment? Growing up here in Boston, when a sports radio caller had a repug take or was a terrible guy, the host would blow them up with a sounder very similar to your bomb. So my Pavlovian response to your bomb is, is that bad? Am I alone in this? Is the bomb like something good in New York radio? I'm unfamiliar. Is there something going on? Stay major. Thanks for the great interviews, Matt in Boston. I could not appre appreciate the earnestness of this email anymore. This is a very earnest email, Dim. Yes. So this, earnest. The definition of something going on. This. And by the way, Troy probably doesn't know this either. Which is labeled in my machine as flex bomb is a really famous New York and now hip-hop generally known thing of when Funkmaster Flex is either playing or saying something important. And sometimes, just because he's bored and has nothing else to do, this is a the definition of something. It makes something something. It, it, yeah, it's literally, it makes something something. It's That's, a something maker. It's a something maker. It's the, it's the Flex something maker bomb. I'm so glad you asked. And there are other people listening going, oh, my God, I'm so glad he asked that. I had no idea what they were talking about. <laughs> All right. We're almost out of here. Uh, one more. It's still. No, sorry, sir. I didn't mean that to be. Here we go. Mail. Uh, Donald says, Costanza. Hey, Pete, one last thing. I was listening to the most recent podcast and just realized that Dip Flair sounds like George Costanza. Jace just had just a heartache. Stay mage and enjoy yourself. What do you mean, just a heartache? I don't know what that part means. I don't know, but uh, he's comparing me to Costanza. Yeah, I always that... thought that I was Jerry. I, I don't. I never thought I was Costanza. Yeah, well, you're 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 physically you're more of a Jerry, but personality wise, you're more of a Costanza for sure. Really? Yeah, you're. Com you never stop complaining. <laughs> Jerry's not a huge sire. Come on. No, he's not. He's not, but he's like a rational, like, I, I feel like, you know, Costanza was like irrational. Jerry's oh, very that, rational. Yeah, but you're, people yeah, think, I mean, people think you're I'm irrational. 
No, you're you are rational on 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 most things, but not like little things that you find annoying. You're irrational. And like, who are, are you, Elaine? Who are you? I think Peter can be Jerry. On this show, I'm kind of Jerry. Yeah. On this show, I'm Jerry because I'm very just like straight ahead. Like, hey, what's the deal with Finn Bell? No. <laughs> yeah. I'm not. Should... You're the one who's always complaining and has something to say, and you're you're more George. You're more Georgeka. It's this. crazy. I, I I haven't I I haven't like been on a Seinfeld kick recently. I've like I've like let it. I, I was what there was a point in my life when I was watching so much Seinfeld. That it was like the only thing besides wrestling that I was watching. This is before I became obsessed with UFC as well. And I had to like take a break from Seinfeld and I haven't come back to it in in a very long time. We're talking a it's, few well, years. I, I agree. It's a very specific thing. Um, well, for me, it was like a background thing. I could put it on. I could I could it could be on all day long if I'm working from home, if I'm, you know, during COVID or whatever. And it was it got to the point where I was watching so much of it. I was watching so much primetime, some so much WWF primetime and so much Seinfeld that I had to step away from both. I appreciate that. I, I do that often with stuff where I need a break for a while. All right. Last one, guys. I got to go. I'm late for my therapy. Oh, I'm very late. You know what? M- 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 mail. All right. Here it is. Don't even respond, Dip. You don't have to deal with it. Why uh, do you dip- need therapy? Why don't you let me do the therapy? Dip cancel so, the therapy. Dip is so far off on Dom. I thought Dip was off on LA night, Zach says. But at least I can somewhat see where he's coming from. However, with Dom, he's insanely wrong. Not only did he not see the obvious babyface turn of him saving his dad, who was one of the most popular faces of all time, and reuniting, but he's also missing the obvious world title program, which works as a heel or a face. In WWE history, there has never been a father and son to be world champion. Rick and Charlotte, the only father-child champ in WWE history. Even if Cody finishes his story, that will still be the case. So Dom's chase of the world title can be about him truly trying to follow in his father's footsteps and become the first father-son world champs. Here is the thing. If he has a face, he can say he's living to try to be like Ray, but if he's a heel, he can say he wants to be, be like his father, Eddie Guerrero. Would love to hear your thoughts. Yeah, Zach, of course. Dip knows he was wrong. He knows Dom's the man. He knows. Come on. That's dirty Dom. That's Dom. I, I, li- I didn't say I didn't like Dom. No, you, okay. but you didn't see him as a world champion, potentially. And I, I think you're dead wrong, too. Really? He's got to bulk up a little. He's There's a lot of time, buddy. And he's already bigger than he was when he started. He is bigger. He's bigger. Uh, thank you, Dip. Thank you, Troy. And thank you all for being here. Please keep the emails coming, RosenbergBeats at gmail.com. And uh, on the Discord, we appreciate you. And this weekend, it's it's if you're going to be on the East Coast, it, it's New York, it's going to be beautiful. Uh, do us a favor this fall season. Stay major and enjoy yourself. Yes. At this time, I would like to introduce in the corner to my left. The Majesty. Sweet, sweet Peter Rosenberg. And then I went to makeup and like stat for Red Heart is the greatest professional wrestler in the history of the art form. Mitch.